welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in John chapter 18, verses 33 through 38. This is Jesus before Pilate again. Actually, if you go back to Luke chapter 18, it seems like these two interactions with Pilate that are recorded simultaneously in John are separated by a visit to King Herod in the book of Luke. So John likely combines these two and does not include anything about Herod, but they actually took place with a little bit a time in between them due to Jesus' trip to see Herod, who happened to be in town at this time. Before we jump into this text, I want to thank the Family Leader for being our Daily Dose Devotion sponsor. You can learn more about the Family Leader in the announcements at the end of this devotion. And as always, thank you to the Family Leader for their support. Verse 33. So Pilate entered his headquarters again and called Jesus and said to him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, Do you say this of your own accord, or did others say it to you about me? Pilate answered, Am I a Jew? Your own nation and the chief priests have delivered you over to me. What have you done? So if we pause right there, we see another example of Jesus answering a question with a question. This is something he does all the time. And what he's saying to Pilate is, are you asking me if I'm the king of the Jews from your perspective? Or are you asking me if I'm the king of the Jews from the Jewish leader's perspective who handed me over to you? You see, depending on which perspective Pilate is asking the question, Jesus might have a different answer. If it's Pilate asking for himself, Pilate's primary concern is that Caesar has no rivals. If Pilate is asking the question from the perspective of the Jewish leaders, their concern is that Jesus has committed blasphemy, that he's claiming to be God. It could also be that Jesus is asking this question to Pilate to get him to think a little bit deeper about all this for himself. Pilate, are you seriously wondering if I'm the king of the Jews? Is this a question that you have in your heart and mind that you're contemplating? Or are you just asking the question on behalf of my accusers among the Jewish leaders? In either case, Jesus' use of questions to answer questions questions is thought-provoking and entertaining, and, and it's maybe something we should be able to do more effectively ourselves as we represent Christ to the world. So after this line of questioning, verse 36, Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would have been fighting that I might not be delivered over to the Jews. But my kingdom is not from this world. So I think this is one of the baddest answers, one of the toughest answers, one of the coolest answers, one of the most understated but poignant answers that Jesus could possibly have given. Pilate just got done asking Jesus if he was king of the Jews, and Jesus doesn't even answer the question directly. He doesn't say yes or no. He didn't try to explain, yes, I am the king of the Jews who's prophesied from the Old Testament, but I'm not a threat to Caesar because I'm not trying to establish a kingdom on this earth. He just kind of ignores answering the question directly, and he goes into this statement about his kingdom. And he says, my kingdom, three times. And when Jesus says, my kingdom, you can't interpret that any other way than, yes, I am a king. But he's not going to waste his time saying, yes, I'm a king. He's just going to talk about his kingdom. Verse 37, then Pilate said to him, so you are a king. Like Pilate's picking up up what Jesus is laying down. Jesus answered, you say that I am a king. Some translations say that it says, you say rightly that I am a king. In either case, Jesus is affirming that, yes, Pilate, you understood what I was saying. And then these next couple sentences are really, really fascinating. Jesus says, for this purpose, I was born. And for this purpose, I have come into the world to bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth listens 
to my voice. It's as if Jesus is saying, Pilate, not only am I a king, but something far bigger than just me being a king, the way especially that you, Pilate, think of what a king is, something way bigger than that's going on. He is the king of a kingdom, and his kingdom is not of this world, but the cornerstone, the foundation of this kingdom that is not of this world is truth, reality. Pilate's trying to wrap his head around how this seemingly non-threatening guy who's bound and delivered to him by the Jewish people, and they want him dead, how he's a king. And then Jesus makes it more perplexing for Pilate to suggest that he is a king, but his kingdom is not of this world. That's kind of hard to understand. And then he blows it up on even a larger scale to say that really, fundamentally, my being a king and the kingdom that I represent are just manifestations of the real thing I came to bear witness about which is truth. Pilate finishes out this text in verse 38 by asking, I think somewhat cynically, what is truth? Well, that's a question that every one of us had better be asking and contemplating and coming to the correct conclusion about as well. In case you missed it, Jesus makes a pretty exclusive statement here in verse 37. He said, everyone who is of the truth listens to my voice. Friend, think about the implications of that statement. Think about all the things that have been advanced throughout human history. Think about technological advancements. Think about the information age. Everything we've learned, even since the internet came about, where information is so much more readily accessible to anyone with an internet connection. Think about all the schooling, all the colleges and universities that have educated people with all the facts and information about different subject matter. And Jesus just simply says this, you want to know what truth is? Do you want to know what's really real? Listen to my voice. Everyone who is of truth listens to my voice. This kind of reminds me of what he said a few chapters ago in John 14, 6. I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And friends, our world, our culture, and even certain corners under the umbrella of quote-unquote Christianity have a real hard time with this. How dare Jesus say that he's the only way to the Father? How dare Jesus say that only the people who listen to his voice are of the truth? But that's what Jesus said. And for those of us who are followers of Christ, we're responsible to carry that message forward. We're responsible to represent that Jesus. And increasingly today, we're going to take hits. We're going to be unpopular when we stand next to the Jesus who says these things. But it's worth it. I'd rather be on the side of truth and be unpopular than go with the flow and not listen to his voice. By the way, thanks for joining us here on The Daily Dose. This is one way that we can listen to the voice of Jesus as we study God's Word. Come back again for more about Barabbas next time. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. This is The Daily Dose, a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify Podcasts, or download the free Christian Crusaders app and share with a friend. Also, prayerfully consider supporting our ministry at ChristianCrusaders.org, where you can find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast airing on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions, the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they are bringing all three together, honoring God and blessing our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight another special ministry partner, the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Check out conference videos and schedule of events online at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. Thank you for listening and may God richly bless you.